Welcome to the Mount Olive Baptist Church podcast. I'm Pastor Carl Stokes. We appreciate you being here today with us. Our desire is to preach the Word of God effectively and clearly so that you can understand God's desire for you in your life. Turn with me in your Bibles to 2 Timothy chapter 4. We're continuing in our study of fear. Uh, we started last week talking about a fear of uh, not being able to accomplish the goals that we have before us. And today I want to talk about a fear that is in front of just about everybody that uh, uh, it seems as though uh, fear is something that we as a society are dealing with more and more than we've ever uh, had to deal with. Today I'm talking about the fear of loneliness. Loneliness, since 1957, a survey was done uh, by the Easterbrook uh, survey indicated that uh, since 1957, the percentage of Americans who admit that they are uh, lonely has quadrupled quadrupled. Uh, and it doesn't matter who you are, whether you're famous or whether you are uh, somebody that's just an average Joe. Loneliness can creep into your life. One of the most uh, uh, famous individuals uh, in, in, in my home, uh, uh, we enjoyed listening to uh, different people who sang um, songs and things like that. And uh, one of the one individual who seemed to have everything in the world, Elvis Presley, he he had uh, everything that he could think of, and and if you've ever seen his home there in in uh, uh, Tennessee, that you 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 know that he indulged in just about everything that he could, and and seemed to have people around him all the time. Uh, something he wrote just the night before he uh, died. He says. Uh, uh, he says, I feel so alone sometimes. The night is quiet for me and I'd love to be able to sleep. I'm probably not rest and I have no need for all of this. Help me, Lord. And of course, he sang uh, uh, all kinds of songs uh, that, that touched people's lives. But ironically, he, uh, wrote, uh, he sang the song, Are You Lonesome Tonight? And of course, it sounds like it could be a love song, but it also could be a song that relates to uh, the fact that he uh, felt lonely in spite of all of his wealth and all the people around him. 22% of all Americans eat, uh, ate dinner last night alone. Imagine that. 22% of all Americans were alone. A Gallup poll recently stated that 3 out of 10 Americans are lonely. The novelist Thomas Wolfe once said, The whole conviction of my life now rests upon the belief that loneliness, far from being a rare and curious phenomenon, particularly uh, to myself and a few other solitary men, is the central and inevitable fact of human uh, of of solidarity uh let's see uh, of excuse me of particularly to myself and a few other solitary men is a central and inevitable fact of human existence we all experience loneliness at one time or another 
And so loneliness is something that all of us seems to deal with. In fact, uh, a, uh, a statistic also uh, recently came out that some of the loneliest people are college students. Imagine that. You're on a college campus where there's hundreds and, and sometimes thousands of other students, and yet college students often find that they are some of the loneliest people. They deal with All of us deal with loneliness at different times of our life, not just at the end of our life, not just when we're young, not just, or not when we're just when we're old uh, and uh, have grown older than our, our contemporaries. Loneliness happens at any stage of our life, whether we're rich and affluent and, and capable of having everything, or whether we are uh, down and out and feel poor and dejected. Loneliness is something that all of us deal with. In fact, uh, the fear of dying alone is something that uh, a majority of Americans deal with in their day-to-day life. And so... I want to talk about loneliness and how uh, we can feel about loneliness and, and the things that we need to know about it. And you might say, well, what in the world do we have in the Bible that uh, talks about loneliness? Several different verses uh, uh, throughout Scripture deal with loneliness. The one I'm going to deal with is found in 2 Timothy chapter 4, beginning in verse 9. Now, this is written by Paul. And this is known as the prison epistles uh, because this is uh, written during the time in which he was imprisoned. He's in Rome. It's close to the end of his life. Paul understands this and knows that he's coming close to the end of his life. And so these are some of the last words that Paul wrote to Timothy. Now, Timothy is a uh, a young Individual that Paul has been mentoring to take over uh, some of the ministry, especially there in Ephesus, a church where Paul helped to to start. And so Paul is writing to Timothy, and 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 Paul is rather close to Timothy. He's written uh, two of Paul's letters to Timothy are in the Bible here, and. Uh, uh, so we believe that, that Paul and Timothy were rather close. And uh, so Paul is writing and he can, he can feel the, the, the wind of change in his life. He can feel the, uh, the fact that he knows that his life is coming to an end. Paul is much older at this point. He's been in ministry for quite some time. And he can just feel the fact that he is getting to the point where he's no longer able to serve God. And so he's writing these words to Timothy to try and encourage Timothy in his ministry and also to share some of Paul's own feelings. Look at verse 9. It says, Do thy diligence to come shortly unto me, for Demas hath forsaken me, and having loved uh, this present world, and is departed unto uh, Thessalonica. And uh, Christus is uh, to Galatia, and Titus unto Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Take Mark and bring him with thee, for he is profitable to me for the ministry. And uh, Tychicus have I sent to Ephesus. The cloak that I left at Troas uh, with Carpus, uh, when thou comest, bring with thee, and the books and especially the parchments. Alexander... uh, 
the coppersmith did me much evil, and the Lord reward him according to his works. Of uh, whom be thou aware also, for he hath greatly withstood our words. And at my first answer no man stood uh, to, with me, but all men forsook me, and I pray God that it may not be laid to their charge. Notwithstanding the Lord stood with me and strengthened me, and by uh, me that preacheth uh, might be fully known, and that all the Gentiles might hear, and I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work, and will preserve me unto His heavenly kingdom, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Salute Prisca and Aquila, and to the household of Osmorphus and uh, and Rastus abode the the uh, at Corinth, uh, but Timnus have I uh, left at uh, Milentum uh, sick. Do thy dil- diligence to come before winter. And Abolus greet thee, and he sends a greeting from several other individuals. The Lord Jesus Christ be with uh, thy spirit. Grace be with thee. Amen. And so we see here uh, some of the words of Paul towards the end of his life. And he has uh, several different individuals that he addresses particularly. He talks about how certain individuals left his side. He says, For Demas has forsaken him and has gone to the things of this present world, and others have departed unto Thessalonica and Galatia and Titus to Dalmatia. And So all of these individuals has left him. And he says, only Luke has stayed with me. Now Luke was uh, someone who was a companion of Paul for quite some time. And uh, Luke was there with Paul uh, quite a bit. Uh, If you remember, Luke is what? He wasn't a tax collector. He wasn't a fisherman. He was a doctor. He was a physician. And so part of the reason why why Luke might have been with Paul for some time was the fact that Paul was ailing in his older age and he was having difficulty. Also, Paul talked about having a thorn in the flesh uh, in other writings that he did. And he talks about having to deal with that thorn in the flesh. And One of the, uh, the theories is, is that Paul was having difficulty with his eyesight and unable to, to uh, read and unable to, to see, to write. And so <clears throat> he had to have other individuals that would write for him he would talk and share what he wanted to share and and those individuals would write those things down and he would also have those individuals read for him as well and so paul is is uh, undoubtedly relying upon dr luke to to help him out with some of these issues but i want you to uh, see some of the things that paul talks about and to understand that Paul is dealing with some of the very same things that we do as well. He says, uh, first of all, he talks to, to uh, Timothy and he says, come quickly. Whenever we're lonely, we always want to feel that loneliness with other individuals. We want to feel as though there's others with us and we, want, we don't want to feel alone anymore. And so Paul is writing to Timothy and he says, please come quickly. He knows that his life is coming to an end and he wants to see him again before he dies. And tradition tells us that 
Timothy did uh, make it back to Rome where Paul was being held and was able to be with him for some time. But Paul is preparing for the winter. He talks about uh, bringing his cloak and he's talking about uh, these other things that he's uh, that he wants him to, to bring some books and parchments with him. And he says, and, he, uh, and the problem is, is, though, is when we are alone, we begin to feel as though uh, everyone is against us and everyone has left us. And Paul begins to detail all these individuals that have left him. He, he talks about uh, how they uh, have grown uh, uh, desiring things of this world and have left him because of one reason or another. One individual left him because he was sick and Paul had to leave him behind. Another individual left him because uh, his love for the things of this world. We begin to see all the things, all the reasons why people are leaving us and we begin to uh, to to look at those individuals differently than we would if they were there with us and Paul even talks about how uh, some of those people uh, deal badly with him and it, and and so he he talks about those individuals be careful about Alexander the coppersmith he did him evil did him wrong and uh, so what are, how do we deal with that loneliness? How do we deal with the things that we are enduring? Um, for the Christian, for the, for the individual that has Christ in our life, as Paul did, we need to understand a few things. Paul said uh, that when he was standing up in front of uh, those who were... Uh, he was standing to give an answer. Now, what does that mean? When Paul was... When he says he was standing to give an answer, he's talking about his trial. He's talking about when he was on trial. Paul says, I felt all alone. I felt as though there was no one there with me. He said no one was there by my side. Nobody was there to help me. No one was there to uh, to stand with me. He said, but the Lord was with him. What we need to remember when we uh, are feeling those situations in that situation is we need to remember that God is always with us. If we have Jesus Christ within our heart, we need to remember that God is always with us. God knows the things that we have need of. He knows the things that we're enduring. He knows the, the situations that we're going through. And, and as Paul here uh, accounts, he says, in spite of the fact that all these individuals left me, in spite of the fact that all these people were uh, gone, he says, I know that God was with me. God was there with me. He said in verse 16, At my first answer, no man stood with me, but all men forsake me. And I pray, God, uh, that I may not uh, lay things at, this, at their charge. Uh, secondly, what we need to remember is not only is God with us, but we need to also not hold accountable people that we feel as though have left us all alone. One of the easiest things that we can do when we feel lonely uh, and as if no one is with us is we can start to to blame other people and we can start to to be uh, ugly towards them. Uh, perhaps you've uh, had someone in your life where uh, they got to a point where they felt all alone and you began to... Uh, to hear from them all kinds of accusations and all kinds of things about uh, the fact that they're alone and 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 blaming you for the fact that you can't, couldn't be there with you uh, with them. Paul encourages us in his own actions. He says, "Not only do I realize that God is with me, but he says I don't lay any blame against anyone who wasn't there with him." Now, how could Paul do that? 
How could Paul say, you know, I know that God is with me and no man was with me at this crucial time of my life when I'm standing in front of, of Caesar and I'm giving an account to him of my actions. How is it that I cannot have this kind of attitude? How can we, when we get to that point, understand that we shouldn't blame others for that feeling of loneliness? And the important thing to remember is, is not only is God with us, but that God has given us everything that we need for those times. And, and uh, many times we don't realize that it's at those times where we feel as though everyone else is not helping us, no one else is there to be with us, and that God is the only one with us, that those are the times where we need to stand on our own independence upon God. We need to trust in God. Not only be aware of the fact... You know, it's one thing to be aware of the fact that God's with us. When you're out in the middle of a field and it's dark as pitches can be and, and you're kind of feeling scared because you're out there all alone and you're hearing all kinds of weird noises, you know that God's with you, Right? But it sure would be nice to have somebody else there with you too, wouldn't it? It would be nice to have some way of knowing what's going on, especially in the dark. I mean, you can't see what's going on around you. In the middle of the day, it wouldn't be any big deal to be alone in the middle of a field somewhere that you're not familiar with or maybe even in the middle of your house all alone uh, in your own home in the middle of the dark. And one of the things that we do is we try and, and gain reassurance by flipping on the light or getting a flashlight or something like that but even when you have that you still can be so scared and it doesn't always help to know hey God's with me God's with you know you can say that but you still want someone with you and the tendency is is to to lash out at those who aren't there with you well you should have been there with me you should have been there to help me out you should have done this for me Paul says "I, I prayed that God would not hold this against them that they weren't there with me. He says in verse 17, Notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me. You need to realize where your strength comes from. If Think about this. You're all alone. You're feeling lonely. You know God's with you. But... How would you feel God's strength if you had someone with you? True. You would be feeling as though your strength comes with from the fact that somebody's with you. You're not lonely anymore. Somebody's there visiting with you. Somebody's there with you. But if God's going to strengthen you to help you through your circumstance, if God is going to help you through your time of loneliness, He can't put somebody there with you. You need to be strengthened in God and allow Him to give you the strength to endure that time of loneliness, that time of, of not being with other people. And if God sent someone else there to be with you, you wouldn't feel His strength. He said, Notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me and He strengthened me, that by me the preaching might be fully known and that all the Gentiles might hear and I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. Sometimes loneliness is exactly what we need. 
Sometimes we don't need the distractions of someone else there with us. Sometimes we don't need uh, the busyness of being of having somebody there with us. Sometimes we need that loneliness for God to use us. Not only to feel His strength in our life, but also so that we can accomplish the task that God has before us. Paul says, in my loneliness, God was able to do not only strengthen me, but to help me to stand and allow and to preach the message of God that uh, Gentiles might hear that message. And he says, and I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. This comes from Psalm 22. And the psalmist in Psalm 22 talks about uh, that very same feeling of loneliness. And he talks about God's deliverance in that situation in his life as well. He says, uh, let's see. Verse 2, he says, uh, well, let's just start at verse 1. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far away from helping me and from the words of my roaring? O oh my God, I cry in the daytime, be thou hearest, uh, but thou hearest not, and in the night season, and I am not silent. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. Our father trusted in thee, and they trusted, and thou didst uh, deliver them. They cried unto thee, and were delivered, and they trusted in thee, and were not confounded. But I am a worm, and no man a reproach, and a despised of the people. All they that see me laugh at me in scorn, and they shoot out the, the lip, and they sh- uh, shake the head, saying, He trusted in the Lord, and that He would deliver him. Let him deliver him, seeing he delighted in him. But thou art he that tooketh me out of the womb, and didst make me hope when I was upon my mother's breast. And I was cast upon thee from the womb, that thou art my God from my mother's belly. Be not far away from me, for trouble is near." For there is none to help. Many bulls have come past me. The strong bulls of Babylon have beset me around, and they gasp upon me with their mouth as a raven and a roaring lion, ravening and roaring lion. And I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of my of joint. My heart is like wax and is melted in the midst of my bowels. Hear the lament of the psalmist. And he says, I'm all alone. Everybody's around me is about to overtake me. I'm, I feel like I'm like water. I'm being poured out. He says, but thou art with me. God is with me. And Paul here is saying the same thing. God, you're here with me. Me and you've allowed me to have strength that I need to endure the loneliness. You've also allowed me to accomplish uh, the task of serving you, of, of spreading the gospel to the Gentiles and allowing me to share uh, um, God's message. And he says, And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and will preserve me unto His heavenly kingdom. To whom Him be glory forever and ever. Amen. That's in verse 18. God is not only with us, 
God is not only going to strengthen us, and God is not only going to help us to, to accomplish His task, but God will deliver us from that time of loneliness, that time of feeling alone. Paul talks about others that are coming uh, to be with him, and he talks about all these others who will, will uh, send their regards. All these are individuals that have been there with Paul and have helped him. And he says, come before winter. Come when, uh, before it gets too cold. So Paul is talking about this loneliness that he feels, but he also shares about how God is able to help him through that time of loneliness. And so what we need to understand and know is is that God is always with us. In your time of loneliness, that fear of being alone, that time in which you have fear of dying alone, that time in which you fear uh, that time where you, you don't have someone else with you, God's there with you. He'll strengthen you. He'll help you to to accomplish the task that He has before you, the work that He has desired for you. And He will work in you to do a great thing, to minister to others, to accomplish this task. All we need to do is to call upon the Lord. Trust in Him. Rely upon Him. When you are in the midst of your fear, remember, first and foremost, God is with you. And He'll help you through. Let's pray. Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we just praise You for Your great goodness and love. We praise You for always being with us. We praise You for the fact that You are a righteous God and a loving God that that is there to help us through even our most loneliest times. Help us, Lord, to gain strength from You to be able to do Your desire and Your will. In Jesus' name we pray.